This podcast is brought to you by Anchor.fm. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain a little bit. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other uh, venues as well. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you've ever wanted to do a podcast, do this, anchor.fm. It's the easiest thing. Go to anchor.fm right now and download the free app to get started today. Oh, there we go. Hey. Bam, bam, thank you, man. I guess you got a, that's why you're the project manager, huh? Well, you know, there's just, that's why I was in SN. You know, because we specialize in troubleshooting. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I just couldn't figure anything out. Right. Which so, is why, which was I, I was in the stupid van. You were not in the stupid van. Oh my gosh, are you serious? You were we supposed were like, to be... We were just operators. You were radio, you were radio set up guys. We had to do the antenna. That was terrible. Yes, you did have to, but we had to help you. Some, yeah. Depending on where we were at. Do you remember the UHF ones? U- yeah, UHF, VHF, and SHF. The super high one was terrible. Right. The one that was you just a pencil. Be, you had to be completely 100% perfect with perfect, perfect weather and everything to have that. Up. Yeah. No need for it. That's terrible. What a, yeah. what, a wor- what a worthless technology. I agree 100%. But LA, it was encrypted. Yeah, yeah, it was. Well, it all was encrypted because it had Ted. Remember, you had the Ted. Remember yeah, that? the little box. Yeah, you had to bump the Ted. So remember? crazy. I, I I don't remember what it was called. I thought it was called something else, but no, it was a trunk encryption device. It was the Ted, and in order to fix a lot of stuff, you had to bump the Ted. I remember the. Uh... At one time, we came back from the field, and somebody had misplaced one because not the right number got turned in. And I don't know. we had to go back to the uh, motor pool and do like a big, huge walkthrough to uh, scour the area to find it. And it ended up being in somebody's like rucksack or something that they didn't, they just packed wrong or whatever. Well, it wasn't the TED, it was the device that has the codes, the trunk encryption in it. Yeah, the little uh, the little, little thing bo- box with the, all the buttons on it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep, not a string because you got to, you know, swirl it around like a bull roarer. Right. Right. All right, so we're recording now. Should we start this candle? Should we light this candle? Let's do it. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to every other Friday via remote i guess because we're both in different locations using the handy dandy app right he's carl and he's josh and this is every Every other other friday Friday. you know that's what you get when we're running out in the same room we can't we can't read each other's body language but that'll do that'll do (laughs) i thought it worked out well i think it was great i'm very pleased with it okay it's a very special edition here today uh well, let's be honest, they're all special editions. How often do you get to sit and listen to two guys talk about, I mean, really, 
the things that you're thinking about. You know what I mean? Um, probably pretty much anybody you go out to, you can do that too. Really? I mean, but who, who has our opinions? Who has our experience? I mean, look, how we just had the worst case of technical troubleshooting ever, right? We were trying to get this thing going like how it is now. And, but we were also on a phone call at the same time and we couldn't figure out why, well, uh, not we, I couldn't figure out why it wasn't connecting. Well, it was we, we were both working on it. Like, and then Carl figured it out. I got he lucky. Like, he was like, hey, we're on a phone call and trying to use our same device to record things with. So we ended the call, started the link, and bam, podcast. Going. We're only 27 minutes late. <laughs> well, to be fair, we were also doing a little catch-up because it's been a while since we talked to each other. Since this crazy uh, world has gone, however it's gone. Um, tits you know, up, baby. Tits well, up. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I think it's definitely... Look... You know, you know, do you ever, did you have, do you have, or did you have people in your life who were like, oh, I remember living through the depression or, oh man, we lived in a house with a dirt floor and had to steal watermelons to live. Did you have any, or we lived through the great, what is that? The dust, the big dust bowl in the Midwest. Yeah, the great depression. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Did yeah. you ever have anybody in your life like that or have I never someone? had anybody, I never personally knew anybody who who talked about living in the great depression so or, my, th- or through it or through it. So, um, I unfortunately was not able to, for whatever reason, I, that, that topic didn't come up with any of my grandparents. My, my grandmother, um, was too old and my grandpa, we talked about a whole bunch of other stuff, but we were more into sports and stuff. And we never really actually went back and talked about the great depression. Or World War Two. Yeah. So that's you know those were one of the things. Let's see. They probably would have. They probably definitely would have. They might have been young kids at the time. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, no, because my dad was born in forty six. So no, and he was. So they would have been like late teens. So they would have been young. They probably would have been like fifteen, twenty, maybe going through that. I guess. Yeah, but they're be... also like North Dakota, South Dakota, Oregon area. So, so they already lived in poverty. They were already in a different. Yeah, they didn't go. They didn't live through the Dust Bowl portion of it. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So like that's that's what we're doing, right? So that's we had the, your we had the, neck of the woods. We had the '08 depression that we barely got through. The recession. Was, yep. Wasn't wasn't Great there recession. a crash before that too in the early 2000s? 2001. You had good old the, 9/11. Well, what was the tech? What was the tech bubble? When did that burst? Um, was that like ninety nine, ninety eight, ninety nine? I'm gonna look it up right now, thanks to the handy dandy internet. Thank yeah, you, internet. I don't have my computer open. Making so. life easier. Mm-hmm. So the dot com bubble, also known as the dot com boom, or the tech bubble, or the internet yeah. bubble, right? Uh, historic period, excessive speculation growth. From 94 to 2000. So it like imploded in 2000. So we had that. Then we had the 2008 kerfuffle. No, no, no. You had 2001 too, bro. Wasn't there something in two? I guess that doesn't really count. You just had 9-11 in 2001. I mean, that, the, the, like we had already been 
in a recession in 2001. Yeah, we were kind of coming out of it, huh? Hence the false flag operation to put us into war so we could boost, boost the economy. 9-11, false flag operation. Well, that's because that's what always happens at the end of recessions or depressions. You got to start a war. war. You got to yep. pick a fight, even if it's, you know, false cause. Yep, you got to ramp up, ramp, ramp up that manufacturing. All of it. You got to just grease the wheels of production of bombs and stuff. You got to have a reason. Mm-hmm. Darn right. Yep. And then, so you had that, then did the 2008, we had the little housing kerfuffle, everyone shorted everything and bad loans and, you know, and now we got the 2020 depression slash plague. Yeah, those kind of things go kind of hand in hand. When's the last time a pandemic plague struck out like this? Like, you know, people keep comparing it to the Spanish flu. That was 100 years ago, right? Yeah. I think I don't know if they've ever really called anything else a pandemic because pandemic has to be in you know multiple countries worldwide, right? This is in a lot of countries right now. Yeah, uh, it's in a lot. It's in like ninety nine, and there's only like one hundred and twenty seven or something yeah. like that. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure that I'm pretty sure that WHO is calling it a pandemic. So no, they are. They yeah. definitely have. They've labeled it a pandemic. I've never lived through a pandemic before. Have you? Nope, first time for everything. Yeah, so like this is like a double whammy. We got a depression. I was laid off. Yeah, I'm sorry and, to hear about and that. And a pandemic. So now yeah. I don't even have health insurance. And be, hey, dude, I got it though. You know how many times I go to grocery stores and they're looking for help? Oh my go God. Freaking, <laughs> go work at a grocery store, bro. You can get on right away. Probably. You know, I. Uh... I applied to uh, work at a store that's hiring like mad. It's a marijuana store because yes, you told me about that. The Tell governor me, give me some more details. Well, the governor said the marijuana was an essential business and had to stay open. I like that because they because serve medical needs. I think it's to keep the population calm, but sure, medical needs. Um, the whole population, very small percentage of the population, smokes marijuana. Just one store, the largest store in Washington State, sales-wise, makes about $750,000 a month. And that's only well, one of the... Repeat customers. You can go... That's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying, though. But the small population is small that actually smokes marijuana. Is it? It is. Are you... Okay. Anyway. Um, so I don't but... have any facts to back that up. I would be willing to say that... I would probably say that it's probably... 20% maybe but yeah 20%. I think probably one in five people smoke marijuana. Maybe, maybe that's not so small. I think but. well I mean they had to pass the vote so at least in a, from a voter's perspective it had to be the majority. Well, I don't smoke marijuana and I said I voted for it because I want the tax revenue. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Totally. It makes sense. Right? So that's I'm totally down with that. My wife is closing the door on me. Why? Because she doesn't want to hear me talk. Are you farting all those cheesy microwave cheese sandwiches? <laughs> no, but I'm going to get some chocolate chip cookies here. There you go. Wait, are they, are they homemade or no? No, no, no. They're Safeway. Oh, good. Nice. Yeah, because those are healthy for you, too. You know, you got to trust capitalism, Carl. They know how to make you the best cookie for the cheapest price. That will only put you in the hospital if you can afford it. Right. 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 
So so back to back to All right. your, so you're you're applying for you apply for this job at That's right. Uh, and they're and they're hiring store. That's okay. right. Okay. Have you gotten and, a call back yet? Nope, they're gonna I let they let me know that they're gonna know by Monday though. Why and, Monday? Why are they waiting so long? They have a process and I don't know what it is and that's totally fine. They got back to me and they let me know. So you, you turn in your application and then had an interview. You in your application. Oh, you had an interview too? Had my interview. I went down there yesterday and talked to him. So when did you turn um, your application in? Uh, what's today? Wednesday? You got laid off I Friday, right? You got laid off Friday. I turned in my application on Saturday or Sunday. Oh, and, an, and then they got back to you on Monday? Yep. It got back to me on Monday. And you had, had an a, interview that day? Had an interview. No, today's Wednesday. So my interview was yesterday, Tuesday. And um, and then, yeah, they told let me know today that they would let me know by Monday. So, nice. But, you know, the industry is doing really well, even during this time of, you know, <clears throat> sheltering in place and there's no food or toilet paper. I mean, if there's no food, do you need to wipe your butt? I mean, there's food. I'm, no, but that's not the question. And there is the question is paper. if, if well, at the stores you shop at, I, nobody can live can afford to live, you know, in the opulent megapolis known as Gig Harbor, where nothing ever goes wrong. Why do you think I live here? I don't know. To keep to You're, stay out of touch with the rest of the public low lowlifes. Just Low kidding. lives. Oh my gosh! Just kidding. Oh, the superiority. I don't even live in proper Gig, gig Harbor. I live in Peninsula. You live in gig a Harbor. you live in a weird part. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's crazy because here I go to the grocery store, and if you don't go there early enough in the day, they'll be out of toilet paper, and they always have a sign that says one one roll or one package each. Yeah, you think they would have implemented that like right in the beginning? Don't you think? I mean, at the beginning, they were like, oh, it's not, it's just a fad, you know, and everyone's like, yeah, clean it up. Let's take all the money. I mean, it's just not a bad strategy. No, no. But, you know, um, but I've noticed too also that there's a lot of things that are missing, like, you know, canned beans, like canned beans are like almost totally depleted from the store. It's crazy. Right. So, yeah, there's some food stuff that is, you know, going away uh, and not being uh, restored as fast as you would or as fast as I'd like to see in any way. It'll take some for time. The... Maybe, yeah. But, um, yeah, so. But if you can't eat, you're not going to shit. So, you know, you know if, you don't, if there's no food, you can't. There's nothing to wipe your butt. So it doesn't matter. True. So you had your interview, and they're going to get back to you. Right. They got back to me and said, they'll let me know on Monday. And, you know, then I can go work and earn tips and, you know, all that stuff. And it's a, it's a, they're doing really well still. They're still making crazy tons of cash during this time where people are, like, staying inside and, you know, freaking out and all that stuff. So, you know, it's not a bad industry to get into. Do you, um, mind, if I, do you mind if I ask what the pay range is? Yeah, so the hourly rate is the Seattle minimum uh, wage, thirteen fifty, uh, and uh, tips can be anywhere between uh, seven to average seven to fourteen dollars an hour. So you're going to be making, okay. you know, twenty dollars an hour, 
20 to 25 dollars an hour with tips and how is that compared to what you were but is that full time are you gonna be full time uh right now uh it's i'm only gonna be scheduled 30 hours a week but so many people have been calling out that you can pick up shifts wherever and you can work pretty much as much as you want to do they pay you overtime uh that didn't come up i don't think i'd work overtime but i mean that's an easy question to answer i can just ask him you know once i get the job what are you talking about why wouldn't you work overtime well i would for sure because the position itself is temporary it's only a seasonal help um and uh so yeah so i'd work as much as i can yeah i also had uh well anyway that's so yeah that's what i'm doing and you know but that's really off topic I mean, kind of part and partial to the session episode of the special uh, plague plague edition of every other Friday, and for the duration, we'll probably do it like this until you know uh, we get the all clear, right? Just well, over the over the remote app. Considering that this is the first episode where it just featured you and me because the previous couple episodes included either my wife or both of our wives mm-hmm. um so i don't even remember last time we did this episode when we were both doing it it had to be as well i mean like a lot of them were betas it was a while ago yeah a lot of them were betas and not they're not even released not yet everybody not yet everybody you gotta wait for the the rare B-side collection to come out. Yeah, because, you know, by that by now, those things are so outdated. You know, those are pretty... It had to have been, it's had to have been a year since we did oh. the last one, just me and you. Oh, man, I don't know about that. Really? You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think so. Well... Get ready, everybody. We're all on lockdown, and everybody's got. You know, we can add more than one person too. So if we wanted to add multiple people, to I this... want to add my son-in-law. Oh yeah, you know what? Let him know when we're going to do it next, okay. and uh, and then send me his text information so I can text him the link. And that way, yep. everybody can uh, join at whatever time if we want to do it next week at <clears throat> yes, this time. Cause... He has a very, very good, keen mind on some of um, some on definitely politics for sure. Awesome. So, yeah. So let's talk about. Let's see. So what are we going to talk about right now? We got. We, know, we talk. We never did do subjects. We don't. Yeah, we have. We've lost our our subject master. Yeah. At arms. So, so I'm kind of thinking. We got to talk about the $2 trillion stimulus package that they still haven't signed yet because now uh, apparently there's issues with certain Republicans wanting to hold up giving additional unemployment benefits because certain individuals think that if you give added unemployment benefits, people are going to quit their jobs. But if I remember correctly... You have to be laid off to get unemployment benefits. You can't quit. I think so. I mean, that that's makes... how out of touch some of these certain individuals are with society that they don't even know how the system works. <clears throat> yeah, well, they're all cushed up in their nice little penthouse, you know, 
got all sorts of money, guaranteed income for life, guaranteed health insurance forever. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, dude. Fuck you. I don't get upset by that. You don't get upset that they say we can't have money? No, I don't get upset by the fact that they have guaranteed income for life or guaranteed benefits for life. I don't I don't get upset by that. What do you get upset by? The fact that they just don't know shit. <laughs> what about uh What about this idea? What about you know like you can't be like eighteen and run for president? Or yeah, you have to be thirty five. Yeah. And you got you gotta be a certain age to be able to run for Congress and stuff too, right? Um, I think you can be a little younger than, I think you can be 25. So what about a cat? You know, like, hey man, if you're older than 65, you can't, you can't do anything anymore. Age discrimination. Oh, really? Well, what's, what's it called when you have to be an age to, so if I can't smoke cigarettes, is that age discrimination? Cause I'm too young. Um, if I can't, no, that's health. That's, that's health. health. No, 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 no. Yeah. You, you, you got to understand. Nobody cares about people's health. They want that money. No, that's not true. Or they wouldn't have limits. The only reason child labor ended is because people got upset about it, not because they thought it was wrong. They got upset about it because they thought it was wrong. No, the people though, not the people who, not the people who were like profiting from it. Of course not, because they were making huge money. Yeah, so my point. It's it's society, buddy. This is this is Mm. why this is. But who? But society is ran by the elite. No, they're not. Oh, you don't think so? No, society runs the mass. Okay, that doesn't mean that the elite can't interject some other power to maybe get certain things that they want. But if there is enough pressure by the masses, then even the elite can't stop, you know, what what people are wanting. That's right, because they don't want to lose it all. That's right. So they they got to <laughs> give concessions in order to calm the masses down. They get threatened. Correct. There's nothing threatening them right now. Mm. What could be threatening them? Um, well, yeah, no, not really, not yet. I mean, no one's taken to the streets. We're all, they all told us to stay home, so we're all staying home. Well, yeah. Not because they told us. There's, well, yeah. There's a little, little, a little thing out there that's kind of affecting people a certain, fairly quickly. That's why we're staying home. Let's be real. Well, these people go and yell. These are effectively telling you you can't gather in places. And well, yeah, because it's a public health risk. Yeah, they're not taking away your right to gather. They're just telling you, yeah, you can't right now because you could die. Well, or cause someone else to die. So why have these trillion dollar things failed? Well, it hasn't failed yet, but... Well, no, I mean, like, no one's passed it, so... Because they always want to tack on, because they always... Because you have the right who thinks that... That... There shouldn't be... 
I mean, we're talking two trillion dollars here. Yeah, but this money, is what I, this is, is what I this is what I money's fake yeah. anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's all fiat. Well, it only has value because somebody says it does. Not any, okay, okay, go ahead. So two but trillion, two trillion dollars. It's two trillion dollars. So if I remember correctly, it would cost two trillion dollars to give health care to everybody, right? And even people on the left are saying that that's just way too much money, we can't do it. But here we are in a matter of weeks, and we were able to find $2 trillion, no problem. Oh, yeah. To bail out corporations. Oh, yeah. You know, small businesses I agree with. But, like... Airlines. The $500 billion of this, 25% of this $2 trillion is going to bail out major industries who buy back their stock yeah. with billions of dollars. Which is crazy, right? Because hear me out. Like the free market should correct itself all the time, right? It should, yes. So the free market, if it was allowed to be a free market, industries that no longer are relevant in providing services lose their position in the world because they go bankrupt and they have to close. And something else fills the void at if, if, if whatever time it's needed. Maybe it comes back, maybe it doesn't, whatever. But, but, you know, like it's bailing out industries uh, I don't necessarily believe in. I know that there's jobs that are lost and, oh, my gosh, it's terrible. But part of me is like, that doesn't matter. Right? Right. Just just because, like, it's like not letting the the, the, – there's no – the system can't go through its natural functions. And so it's just like – getting bailed out all the time like oh no 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 let's it's a mulligan that's what a bailout is it's a mulligan (laughs) it's not your true score yeah but i agree with you to a certain extent so like let's take 2008 when the housing industry crashed that was based on speculation bad loans bad loans, all that, right? So, should the auto industry or the airline industries or whatever other industries got bailed out in 2008, should that, should they suffer because of what maybe a sector outside that had nothing really to do with them? Should they be the ones that suffer because of that sector? So, Yes, I think it's, I mean, like, people get overextended on car loans and home loans all the time. So if there's repercussions, because... I'm talking the businesses. I'm not talking the people. I'm talking the businesses. Yeah, totally. I mean, who cares about the auto industry? But I think you can't allow something like that to spiral out of control because you had the Great Depression. I think that's what we learned from by having the Great Depression. The Great Depression lasted, you know, basically 12 years. As long as we've had a good run over this last 12 years, that's how long the Great Depression lasted. Where people were scratching tooth and nail for a job or pennies and, you know, to be able to just do something. And they were living in shanties and it was like... 
you know, people were dying in their living rooms and their homes and it, you know, you can't let, you can't, you can't, as a society, we can't ever let it go back to that. Right. I believe that you have to offer loans. I don't mind the government offering loans to corporations who then pay them back. And we make money off that as a country. But they they got to pay it back. Right. So <laughs> if they don't, well then, yeah, they're shit out of luck, in my opinion. Well, let's talk about the housing crisis and how all the banks got bailed out. But the people still mm-hmm. had their loans to pay. Right. Don't, don't you think the money should have gone to directly pay off the loans that people had so the person's... Not only did the people, the bank get bailed out because the loans got paid, but then the people no longer had the mortgage to pay. Because in, to me, that's the easiest way to boost the economy. You give people a lot of extra money that they normally don't have, yep. $2,000 a month or whatever. And what are they going to do with it? Probably spend it. Probably go buy a flat screen TV and new exhaust for their 4x4 truck or whatever. You know what I mean? They're, like They're, yeah, they're no, going to inject that like a hot cash injection right up the economy's butthole. And gonna... I one, I one hundred percent agree with you. So that's the part that I don't care for about bailouts is that it only, so far, affects the people, the lenders, not the lendees. Oh, let's don't worry. Like, oh, we got to save the banks, but the people who have the loans are still. Well, that's in the well, that was in the banks's, but but let's let's take the auto industry who got bailed out. So you have the auto industry, you got the people who make the cars, you got the people who work in the in the, the the dealerships, you got the people who supply the parts, you got the people who make the parts to the for the suppliers that supply the parts. You got the transportation industry that moves those parts. I mean, it's a big cog, right? It's a big wheel, right? And so it's not just talking, okay, you know, if we let, if they, we had let Ford or General Motors or Chrysler go under, well, someone's going to fill that void. Eventually, maybe someone would fill that void. But at the same time, how long would it take for that big wheel to get back up to where it was at, even if it ever gets to that point? Yeah. Right. And that's so, okay. It can, it can take some time. I mean, look it at can and this. It take a lot of time. Because now. And the, but let's look at the break, though, right? Because even this for this short break so far, things have actually been doing really well for the environment. You know, Venice, you know, is an example that probably most people know about with the water and all that stuff. But even the pollution that's over China because all the factories are shut down, totally reduced. You know, having to slow down an industry for a short period of time isn't necessarily a bad thing. Even if it would have taken 12, 15 years for the auto industry to rebound, it eventually would have. It would have had different regulations in place. It would have had different corporations, you know, different companies, you know, taking over. That's fine. And there would have been a little reprieve for everybody, including the environment. So I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but I digress. Go on. Well, yeah, you're talking about something completely different, but when you bring the environment into it, but. I think as far as people and jobs and you can't have that's just what I just described is just one wheel, one gear and a whole set of gears, 
you know, because now those people who had those all those jobs, you know, now they're not going out and they're not buying big screen TVs or they're not buying cars or they're not buying furniture. You know, I mean, they're not commercing, um, you know, they're not they're not consumering like uh, they're not being consumers like they should be. So and because our economic engine is the consumer, you slow that consumer down. Well, then, you know, your engine is going to stop. And as much as you would love to give them money, that's great. But you can't give them money all the time because we haven't got to the point in this country where basic universal basic income has gotten to a point which I believe in should happen eventually um, in order to not have this kind of thing affect so many people um, as it is but they're not going to they're going to take that one time payment right or they're going to take their unemployment benefits and they're just going to cover the basic needs that they need to cover at that time which even nowhere probably probably won't even cover the basics and it won't even cover the basics exactly so, you know, it's, 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 a the, the jobs is, is one where, where you got to have jobs. You got to have something because all of our, because our system is based on the almighty dollar and not a trade and barter system or not a, uh, a system where, you know, your basic needs are going to be met regardless of, of, where you work or what you do or what you decide to do with your life, you know, you have to have a job. Jobs are the most important thing. So you can't necessarily not help out the companies. The problem is, is that these companies are then allowed to take the money after they've, after they've gotten bailed out and sure they pay back the loan and they make, they make the interest payments and whatever, but they then when they go and they start making all this money, they don't pay the taxes that they're supposed to pay, and they turn around and take all the money that they save from not paying taxes, combine it with the profits, and then they buy back their stock to raise the stock up so that the people who own their stock, which is mostly executives, gets all this additional money right so that when they sell the stock the people who does the the people the normal people who do own the stock they get fucking hit in the pocket hitting the taking the shorts so it's there's there's no rules for these guys anymore mm-hmm. since since you know reagan started and nixon nixon actually and then reagan started whacking the their taxes because there's no incentive for them to put money back into their company mm-hmm. as expenses not only that but sometimes they uh not only do uh stock buyback right but they also at least at least from what i remember about the last one that happened and everyone who was in the news for a little bit was about um they like I don't know I think it was AT and T got some giant economic boost, and then they laid off like thousands of people. Yeah, no, that was when fucking uh, Trump gave uh, gave the tax break to the to all the corporations. They rolled back all the taxes. Yeah, 
And then what? Yeah. Ha- and then they had a bunch of layoffs. So exactly. I don't think that. I think if that happens too, like I think there should be some repercussions. There's just no repercussions, you know. Like, oh hey, do what you want, willy nilly. Right. Buy back the stock. Sure. Oh, you're going out of business. Fuck. And you know, it's like. Now I don't. This isn't true for me, right? But I know it's kind of a rule of thumb that I should have six months of my salary saved up in case I get unemployed like I am now. Because I don't have six months of uh, savings, I'm kind of really in a really tight spot right now, right? Sure. And the businesses that are asking for money now apparently don't have any money saved up. (laughs) No, because they buy all back their stock. Yeah. So what they should be doing is they should be selling the stock to cover their expenses. Yeah. Not borrowing billions of dollars from the government. Right. But they won't do that because then the stock will sink. So like example, Boeing, their shit, their stock is worth hardly anything that it used to be because of the whole situation they're in. So they're like hitting, they're getting hit like triple whammy, right? Because, you know, they got their 737 maxes grounded. They they are going to have to spend all this money to once they finally get the fix fixed. There's also additional issue with some of the other planes of theirs that they have to go in and, and fix. Uh, that's the second thing, rewiring. I think it was a rewiring issue in, in another plane that they got to go and fix, come up with a design and fix. <laughs> and then... So they have this happens. So they have, and so now no one's flying. And so now airlines aren't making money. That's okay. And and so and so now with the airlines not making money, they can't turn around and buy the planes even now when Boeing does get their stuff fixed. They can't turn around and buy the planes cuz no one's flying right now. That's right. So Boeing Boeing is in trouble. Yep. Boeing is in trouble. Probably all, a lot of the airlines, you know? I mean, it's probably just not Boeing. It's probably well, Airbus and... Yeah, I don't know about... it. Well, Rolls-Royce. Airbus is technically a government subsidized 100% anyway. Oh. Um, so, that's a... Uh, that Airbus is... is but, but, yeah, no, you're probably right. I mean, you know, there's probably... I don't know how it is in other countries, but I'm sure they're not flying nearly as much as, as as they used to be either. So you're probably right. Yeah, they're probably hurt as well. But I mean, you know, that's a whole that's a, that whole industry is. But what I'm saying is, so because they went and they bought back, they bought back buy back all their stock and they upped the price of that stock. Now it's falling so much that all their shares they have, even if they were to sell it, wouldn't even cover the expenses that they're going to be dealing with yeah. on top of then, then guess who gets to take it in the shorts? Everybody else who is not an executive who bought that stock with their 401ks and their IRAs. Hey, and- if you don't think that if you don't, if you are investing in the stock market and not knowing it's a gamble and the shit could fucking all disappear in a second, then you sh- oh, probably no. shouldn't be in the stock market. No, no, no. I agree. 100. I agree. 100%. But, that's why I'm saying, but it's just, but my my point is, it's a it's a it's a it's a, a, a when these companies buy back the stock, 
to prop up their price. It's a false. Yeah. It's a false narrative that they're giving. It's like uh, price fixing, insider trading. Exactly. Not really. It is. Yeah, it is. Instead of having this cash on hand, and for whatever reason, everyone says it's bad. It's bad to have all this cash on hand. They got all this cash on hand. Well, they should have all this cash on hand because they got to pay taxes and they got to they got to pay for shit when shit hits the fan and and you know. So yeah, they should have all this cash on hand. Banks are now required to have certain amount, have all this cash on hand. They're actually starting to loosen that up now, which is not a good thing. No. Um so we're required to have cash on hand if we get hit if we get hit and if not, we got to try and figure out okay, well, what do we got to do? I know, I got to come down and crash at your place. Right? Rent rent free for a while. Mhm. See? See? Gotta sell my gotta. I I would let you for a while. Gotta sell my house for a loss. No, no, no. You don't have to sell your house. You just find someone to rent it. Oh, but wait, you can't because no one's moving right now. Oh, right, and and everybody lost their job, so they can't afford rent. Right. Trust me, I'm feeling that same boat. I get my renter. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a renter in one of our units, and he works for the, the the restaurant industry. Luckily. Right now, they're doing still pretty good with to-go orders and stuff. But, you know, to-go orders are expensive. How how much can people afford to keep buying takeout? I don't know. Yeah, it's really, it's like really pricey. I mean, for, yeah, it's going to stop somewhere. Yeah, I mean, they can't just keep, everyone's just not going to keep ordering takeout. You know, I mean, you go to Domino's and you get even, uh, you know, yeah, you can get one pizza for, for eight bucks and but it's like it's not you know it's one meal right and yeah you can feed three or four people but you know sometimes you want to break you want something to add to it right so you want to add like uh, uh breadsticks to it and maybe you want to get two liter of soda and maybe wings well now you're like 30 bucks every day you know, 35 35 bucks right mm-hmm. and you're gonna do that every day you're gonna spend <laughs> 35 bucks every day for dinner you're going to spend, well, I mean, I guess some people do this, but that's for just dinner. That is, you know, $1,200 if you spend 40 bucks one meal every single day. Mm-hmm. $1,200 for the family. I don't spend $1,200 total between groceries and going out. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just it's not going to last forever. That's for sure. No. Uh-uh. And, and, and they still have to pay the same bills. And they and they used to still they still did to go orders and stuff, and people would buy drinks, right? Well, now they're not delivering drinks, and drinks is the highest markup, right? Alcohol, right? That's where they make a lot of their money is on their alcohol sales. Well, now they're not they're not delivering alcohol. That's right. But I think so, isn't liquor stores one of the places that can stay open still? No, no liquor stores can, but not restaurants. That's true. Restaurants restaurants ain't delivering alcohol. You can't deliver alcohol. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And by the way, why would you, you know, when you can go to the store and get a 12-pack? One reason why people buy alcohol at the at the restaurant is because it's there and it's convenient. Or someone else is buying. Or somebody else is buying. Exactly. <laughs> so, Like work or... But shoot, work's probably not even buying anything now. No. No. They're all closed. Tight, <laughs> tighten your belts, boys. 
Here's my job site got closed. My job site's closing down after Friday. What does that mean for you? Uh, I I can work from home. I got stuff to do. I can work from home, but nice. But um, yeah. So I'm I'm lucky in that regards, you know, because we still got lots of stuff that we can do and we can prep to come back. And you know, if anyone thinks that this is going to be a two week thing, they're crazy. Nope. Um, this thing this thing ain't letting up after two weeks. I'm I'm gonna say June, maybe if you're lucky. You think June? You think you think it's before they give it all clear? I, I'm kind of thinking. I'm kind of thinking. Uh, oh gosh, I'm kind of thinking mid-May, because that's two months right from now, and we're about two months behind from China. So I'm kind of thinking mid-May. Although they just gave the clearance, they just I think started releasing easing. So you know what? You might be right. It might be June. But yeah, it's 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 a long time long time i think it kind of depends on i think it kind of depends on uh how everything goes right yeah so do you have you gone to this uh this site called world a meter no so if you go to world a meter it tracks um a bunch of different things, right? So in this case, we can type in coronavirus. Uh, this is an interest. This is a cool little website. Is it worldometers.info? Uh, worldometers.info. Yep, that's what it is. So this is basically up to date, up to minutes. This is seven hours ahead, so it's right now it's three thirty six Greenwich time. So subtract seven hours from that, and that puts us right around what? What time? What time is that? Three thirty six. Seven seven thirty six. Seven hours. Seven hours. Yeah, it's about seven hours difference. I think. Sure. Okay. So this gives you up to up to up to date. As far as the coronavirus goes, so you can kind of if you're there, you can kind of see total cases worldwide right now is at four hundred seventy-one thousand two hundred. Now this is from, say, middle of November when they finally started, when they think it kind of started going on over there in China. Mm-hmm. Right, so in middle of November, December, January, February, March, four months, we've gone from nothing to four hundred seventy-one thousand cases, twenty-one thousand two hundred eighty-six deaths, with twenty-one thousand two hundred eighty-six deaths. So you do the math on that, and you're right around a four percent death rate, right? Maybe three and a half. Sure. Uh, that's just in my head. I didn't do the math, but that's probably where you're going to be at. <clears throat> Since we started this, of the three of the 471,200 cases, there are still 335,686 active cases. That's only the ones that are tested and they know about it, right? Exactly. Exactly. 
So, not to mention, you know, you could have people who've already died from pneumonia or pneumonia-like symptoms or whatever, and they don't even know that it was corona. It's true. Right? So, but I'm going to show you, there's an, I'm going to give you another, see if I can find, this is one that, this is one, so if you click on by country, <laughs> go to country, mm-hmm. and this uh, is now, okay, so this will give you, this gives you all the, all the countries, right, so now, we currently are over 68,000 cases. <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. So that's 156 new cases since they last updated it. Which usually they update it once a day. The day is reset after midnight, right? Okay. Geneva time. So currently, currently, and this is a running total for the day as, 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 as people, as states or areas territories as they update it so right now since they updated this three hours and 36 minutes ago we have had an additional 156 new cases reported Mm -hmm. and and two new deaths in the united states Uh uh-huh okay so Here's the funny here's the here's the interesting number of total cases of sixty eight thousand three hundred and sixty seven total cases currently we only have three hundred and ninety four that have totally recovered yeah, pretty low huh uh just a little bit <clears throat> i mean like if you look at Italy, they have seventy four thousand cases they have total recovered nine thousand three hundred sixty two right we have 68,000 cases and we only have 394 total recovered so far. Now we're we're about 2 weeks behind Italy. Now the 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 good thing is if you look at China, right? They got 81,285, but they had they have had they have 67 new cases. <clears throat> and that's actually pretty high compared to what they were doing tracking at because they were pretty low but they got 67 new cases but now they do have 74,000 recovered so that's good that's good news right that means it's trending in the right it trended for them in the right direction and their average population total deaths per 1 million population was 2 look at Italy yeah 124 yep that, we're that, at three right now. It's pretty rough. Yeah. And we're at three, but that's gonna go up. Yeah. Because we haven't we haven't even come close to peaking yet. They say we're still two or three weeks away from peaking. Now click on USA. If you click on USA, now you'll get the US numbers. Mm-hmm. And so we're at one thousand and twenty nine deaths. Out of 68,367 confirmed cases. <clears throat> so this, this says that only uh, <clears throat> the Virgin Islands only has 17 cases, so we should go there, huh? Well, they're definitely light, that's for sure. 
Right. Idaho only had 91 cases. Idaho just went to a three-week stay home. What's the average age? Mandate. What's the average age of people in Idaho, though? Um, ooh, good question. I'm not sure what the average age in Idaho is. I bet it's a little bit older. That's probably why they were like that. You know, Edmonds. Uh, it's probably a little older. The city of Edmonds. They had a. They before Jay Inslee said, "Hey, stop going everywhere." They they said that to their city before that, <clears throat> like a day or two, because. <clears throat> That's mostly retirement community, you know, like, oh, right. okay, everybody, stop being all outs abouties, stay inside and watch Seinfeld or whatever, or Jeopardy or I don't know, whatever, right? Stop going out. Right. Right. Well, and here's the other interesting thing. So, you know, New York. 33,000 total cases right now. Oof. That's half, dude. More than, they almost have half of the cases of all of the United States. Mm, the subway. I mean, it's crowded, right? Densely populated, mm-hmm. right? They got the subways, they got people walking on those streets everywhere. I mean, man, you can have six foot rule even if you want, if, even if there are no cars on the street with as many people walking it's on crazy. there. crazy. There's no way you're getting a six. It's crazy. And so, yeah, it's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. And they have 366 total deaths. Now they have they have millions of people over there, 14 million, I, I think, or something like that in the state of New York. <clears throat> Where Washington was the epicenter. At one point, now we're now we're kind of down to twenty five eighty eight, or we have twenty five eighty eight with one hundred thirty two total deaths. That's up again. Totally, that's up. That's that's up. It's by, like the second most deaths in the U.S. Right behind New uh, York. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even if you were to take out the life care center, we'd still be number two. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah, so there's a pandemic, there's a depression. Uh what what else can we throw in here uh to really to really make it memorable so we can remember this for the rest of our lives and tell our tell well, our grandkids about it. We have about the most incompetent person in the in the in the history of incompetent people leading us in this time frame. I was thinking the icing on the cake would be um like armed revolution. Like, oh, let's just have another minor civil war. That would make it a memorable thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, but do we really want to Oh, no. I, did I really want a depression and a pandemic to happen? No. <laughs> I'm not saying we should start it. No, That's but not what I'm saying. you're saying, so you're saying you, so you're, I'm trying, I'm being trying to be factual here and saying we have an idiot leading us uh, as far as our leader goes. He's a moron. But you're saying, what could we possibly throw on to as icing on the cake, theoretically? Right. <laughs> um, armed, armed, an armed uprising would definitely be crazy, right? Like we, yeah. We, I don't think it's gonna. I happen, don't think it's though. gonna happen either because I don't think people. I mean, it could if things get really desperate. <clears throat> I mean, who knows? I mean, you got to have no food. You got to have no food. You got to have no internet. No, no money. 
No yeah, money. it's got it's got to get way worse. So it's, I think it's I think we're okay yeah, for no now. No power. Oof. I mean, systems have to. Start. Water's got to get turned off. Right, right. I don't think you're gonna. Ha- I don't think that's gonna happen. I mean, because everybody's all those people are still working, right? For now, farmers, well, they're still working. Truckers, they're still working. Meat processing plants, they're still working. Dairy farms are still working. Um, you know, all that stuff that supplies all our food, they're still working. And they have masses amounts of this stuff stored, right? Who? So, our storage bins, I know you don't believe this. You believe some guy on the internet. No, no. I'm telling Look, you. Look, cite your source. Where's the food stored at? Dude, you go to potato, they got they got cellars full of, of potatoes from last year. Where? That they haven't even started selling yet. Go where? Burley, Idaho, Hayburn, Idaho, Twin Falls, Idaho. I, you, you drive by them all the time, dude, and they're stocked full of potatoes. <clears throat> I was just at, I was I was just in Idaho in when was my granddaughter born? February. I was just down in Idaho, and my son-in-law showed me one of the sellers because he works for a farmer down there, Moss Farms, and he showed me the seller that he was working on and this seller is probably 30 feet high i would imagine 30 feet tall and he took us up in there and we went to and dude literally 25 feet i would say the seller's 30 now the seller's 30 feet tall 25 feet five feet from the top were potatoes like for a couple football fields at least. Okay. Well, and then how? And that was one. How was and how many did they have? Ten on that property. And then how long would that last? Uh, as long as they keep the temperature right. As long as everything. No, no, is good. no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying like how long before it goes bad, but I mean, given the rate of consumption of potato products in the country in the world. How long do you uh-huh. think that would last? Well, I know that's just one property, right? They own like several properties of that, and that's just one farmer. One that's just one one farming corporation. There's multiple corporations down there. There's multiple farmers, and that's not counting the individual farmers. It's true, and that is in one county of one state. I'm telling you, bro, there, there's so much food that's produced that that any type of food shortages that, that people think there is, there isn't. Cool. It's just, too, it's just too much. Trust me, you're good. You're covered. Okay. Don't believe that guy you sent me, that link. Look, I, I'm going to only... Like... The stores are running out of food. My stores, anyway. Like I told you earlier, I go in there and there's hardly any beans and stuff on the shelf. They still get regular stuff in, but you know, there's definitely some noticeable declines of what's. I think it's it, of what's on the shelves. Yeah, but I think it's more of a matter of the the stores themselves don't necessarily stock up on on food anymore. They they. 
they normally they might order maybe ten percent extra of what they have on the shelves, right? <clears throat> because it's all that is is just inventory sitting there. If they don't sell it, it's all just inventory sitting there. So, so they they take a look and they say what's selling. They make a, 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 a educated guesstimate on what they think is going to if it's going to continue to sell or not, and they order to that to that specific amount. They don't order for like, hey, we're going to hold this for three months. Well, what happens if a month and a half in, people stop buying that shit as much? So now they, they got all this stuff that no one's buying anymore or is buying very slowly, and eventually it, it's going to go bad, or and then they end up having to throw it out. So so our, they've done real good about paring down excess waste to the point where, you know, they'll, they would rather order on a more often basis uh, and and made ready to order than order a bunch, store it, and hope to God it sells before it goes bad. Totally. I, I'm, I'm so, not privy to uh, the inner workings of the logistics of the food chain. But the only thing that I'm using that information for is really ask myself the question, if, if there are shortages, if there's going to be disruptions, like basically it goes back to what I was saying earlier about not having six months worth of money saved up. I, I don't have six months worth of food or even a way to produce or procure food for myself if I needed to. So really it has me ask the questions like how resilient am I? How interwoven into the system am I that I cannot operate without it? And so really what that has me do is like, look at what I can do, plant a few potatoes. I got some, I I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year, actually, uh, that I'm going to plant here this spring, get some boxes out in the front yard, you know, I don't expect to have a massive haul, but even learning how to to do it in if I need to, I'll feel just that much better about myself. And plus, you know, like fresh vegetables are fucking baller, dude. Every time I have yeah. every time what? I have like fresh salad or fresh potatoes out of somebody's garden, I'm like, okay, this is way better than anything else. <laughs> right. Right. So you said you had seeds, you had like potatoes? Mm. Seeds, potatoes? I don't I don't have them yet, but I'm going to. But I have, but I have oh, seeds. Dude, you know, you just go buy a bag of potatoes. Don't go buy. I don't even think they have seeds for potatoes. No, I, I, yeah, exactly. You just plant potatoes. Yes. Yeah, you cut them in half and you stick That's them right. in the ground. But actually, you don't even have to put them in the ground. Yeah. You can just put them on top of the ground as long as they're covered well with uh, hay and compost. And then when it comes right. time to harvest them, you just move the hay to the side and they're right there. You don't even have to dig up any ground. Uh-huh. I saw that online the other day, and I was like, "That seems like a better option than all that digging, <laughs> all the digging and the, and the yeah." I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, I'll do that. That sounds great." <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's the only thing. So when I look at that information about, you know, what some people would call extreme situations about food shortages and whatever, like I don't view that as like, "Oh my gosh, this is what's going to happen." But all the pieces of information that get funneled into me through whatever, Twitter, the internet, TV, whatever, the radio, 
it's I don't inherently wholeheartedly trust any of them but I but I have to take them all in and then use my own personal observations of the world and to to choose what may or may not be more true than something else right and that's just what I do and and so and so I'm still going to review all those different types of outlets and map that against what I see that's happening in the world for myself in what, and then I'd ask myself, well, what would have me feel more secure and being able to grow food is hot. Number one, like get, get some chickens, grow some food, you know, just in case. And plus like fresh eggs, come on, who, who, who name it, name an egg. That's better than a fresh egg. You're wrong. There's nothing. No, no, there isn't. Trust me. Oh, I know you guys had the chickens. Yeah. And they were really good. Oh, eggs. I know. We couldn't even eat all the eggs that we got. So Man, you just got to start eating quiche all the time. I know, just right? eggs on eggs on eggs, baby. You have them. They're like Bubba Gump shrimp. You know what? I, you know what I've been watching recently to to <clears throat> stop myself from going crazy is a uh, Korean okay. street food videos on YouTube. And I got to tell you, a lot of that stuff looks amazing. Is that the shit where they just they you watch them make all their stuff? Yeah, it's like a ten minute video, and they're like frying up eggs wrapped in cheese with something mm-hmm. and toasted bread, and you flip it all together and stick it in a paper bag and hand it to someone. It's like that. It's like a show like that, right? Like in almost everything. They, they, right. I saw one today. They were making a pork cutlet sandwich thing. Oh, are you kidding me? And they do it like hundreds at a time, right? They have like a it's a whole right. like it's a street truck cart thing. But they have, like, everything down to a science. So, like, chop, 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 slice, 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 fry, fry, fry. And then they have, like, 100 things to assemble. And they just crank them out as fast as they can. It's amazing. It's awesome. But some of the food looks really good. And also what I've noticed is the enormous amount of eggs that they use. It's crazy. Like, almost every video that I watch, there's an egg component of it in, in some way, form. Either a little or a lot. Either there's, like, have this giant, you know... 18 quart mixing bowl full of eggs that they're beating together or they have like a sandwich and hey, it has an egg on it. Like it's crazy. I can't even imagine how many eggs they go through. It's, it's nuts. And that's the kind of egg eating you should have been doing when you had all those chickens. Just crank right. it out, man. Crank it out. Well, we don't have any chickens right now, but it's a shame. Well, I think, Next next spring for sure we'll have chickens. You know what else is really bad for bad going on right now is that all these small breweries are going having to shut down because they don't have any more they can't stay open. Yeah. It's pretty pretty awful. Like uh <clears throat> Deschutes Brewery just laid off sixty percent of its workforce. Really? Yeah. And um and who knows? Yeah, I mean I've been I've been having a couple of beers ever since I got laid off and then i'm like oh i should yeah. stop i should stop drinking because i don't know you know i should go to the store and buy some more but then hold on to them because you know who knows what's going to happen obviously the large corporations probably aren't going to go anywhere but a lot of the smaller ones i mean who knows right just like unless there's some like local business thing that happens stimulus package right. or whatever. yeah i don't know <coughs> excuse me all right, man. Look, I think this has been a good uh, a good hour and 
another hour that we've been talking. 67 about. minutes so far. Yeah, that's what I got. What are you done? Um, well, I I do have to work in the morning. Why? Isn't the economy shut down? Um, not yet for me. Okay. Okay. Not yet for me. Well, so do this. Do uh, get a hold of your son-in-law. See see if next Wednesday at seven thirty works. Let me know okay. if he does. Send me all his information, and we can we can do it all again. I think that's a great idea. I think I think we are going to uh, have to definitely bring him on, and and next week will be. He has all sorts of stuff, man. He has all sorts of shit in that brain of his. <laughs> Sounds good. So yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks so, for tuning in, Carl. Have a great day at work tomorrow, and um, everyone stay safe and wash your hands. Thanks, Josh. Good luck on your job. I hope you hopefully you get to. Get to selling that weed, bro. That's what I'm talking about. All right, man. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Carl, Till next time.